I really believe that the, it's, a, it's a word in season for all of us. Uh, it's from the, the Bible project that we're doing. Uh, it's Psalm 61, which is it's actually today's reading in the Bible project. And um, I, got this, I got this word probably about eight weeks ago, before I was on any roster to preach or anything like that. I said, God, that's a good word. I'd love to... I'd love to share that, you know, and um, then I was put on the roster <laughs> to preach. So I said, okay, and it was a real, real cop out because uh, I, I said, well, Lord, if, if, if this is really from you, uh, I look up the project, yeah, the Bible project, and see what, what, what's on the 15th, which is today, and it's Psalm 61. That's when Dave, poor old David, was going through a tough time, you know. And uh, let's, let's read it, because uh, if I can find it now, you see that I had it already, and boom. Okay. Psalm 61, it says, Hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that's higher than me, than I. For you have been my refuge, my strong tower against the foe. I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge and shelter under your wings. For you, God, have heard my vows. You have given me a heritage of those who fear you, your name. Increase the days of the, king, of the king's life, his years for many, for many generations. May he be enthroned in God's presence forever, appoint your, appointed your love and faithfulness and protection on him. Then I will ever sing in praise of your name and fulfill my vows today, day after day. And you know, it doesn't, it doesn't say what he was going through at the time, but uh, it, was pretty, it was a pretty dark place. And I'm, I'm, I'm sort of glad they didn't tell us what, what he was going through for the simple reason is that prayer would have been that, be a label for just that thing he was going through. This, this prayer he cried out was for everybody in every situation they're going through, whether it's tough, well, whatever it is, it, that, you know, that cry is, is, is for us all. I looked up some of the... Uh, other Bibles and, and you know they give a heading on each psalm and says he was crying for for rescue when overwhelmed you know and overwhelmed uh, the definition of overwhelmed is is buried or drowned beneath a huge mess of something and that's the actual uh, definition of it you know of something so that's great that covers everything as well and uh, especially water so if you're drowning, you know, you're, you're, you're just overwhelmed. And, and it, it's beautiful because it can, it can relate to each and every one of us, no matter what we're going through. And um, I suppose a quick story. On the, the last few months of our lives, Heather and I, we were after going through a battle. You know, uh, Heather got cancer. And then we were, we were in the doctors and everything. And uh, the day the results came out, we were sitting 
there and thank God we, we, we recorded it because there's so much information coming at you. But the only two words we heard was cancer, aggressive. And after that, it was like somebody got you and hit you with a baseball bat because you don't hear nothing. It's, it's like white noise. You're just numb. And, and you, you see the lips moving, but there's nothing registering, there's nothing. And I'd love to say, well, praise God, I just, no, I didn't. I didn't feel nothing. And uh, they brought us into a room afterwards and said, look, just give yourself time to get your head around what you're at the hearing. And if there's any questions, you know, get back to us. And we, probably, <laughs> we sort of looked at each other and, you know, yeah, okay. Well, made the decision that we'd take a step at a time and that. But uh, I don't know whether it was then or now, but, but Heather had a, got a word that Anna Hyland shared a few weeks previous. And talk about God preparing you for something. He says, he's in the boat. He says, during the storms, uh, when the apostles were in, in the boat, Jesus was in that boat as well. And no matter what, the, it was like the little lifeline, the little lifeline we got. And, and we, we, we held on to that. We held on to it for dear life we did, you know. And uh, it starts off, the, the psalm anyway, it says, Hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. This was a wise prayer from David because uh, he understood that God hears all prayers in one sense. Sometimes he doesn't give you the, the answer you want, you know. And, uh, you know, David didn't not, not presume you know, well, once I prayed for Grant, you know, he didn't. He answered from uh, uh, an answer from God, but asked for one. He, he, he said, he, "I feel he made a decision there." He said, "Well, I'm going to ask." Him. Another time too, we were, we were going through uh, another rough time years and years back, and somebody said to us, he said, "Are you mad at God?" He said, "Yeah, rightly mad at God." You know, he said, "Did you tell him?" He said, "Did I what?" I said, oh, I got stuck here. Well, it was Heather that got stuck into God. And said, yeah, I did. She said, at least you're talking to him. You know, and it sort of went, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll take that one on board. And we did indeed. But, uh, but he asked for me, yeah. See, religious people rest in their prayers, you know, and I wrote this down. A true believer won't rest in their prayers until they get an answer. Whether the answer is yes or no, it doesn't matter, it's an answer. And uh, they don't stop praying until it reaches the ears of the God they serve. And then, that's called intercession, I reckon that one is. But, but uh, you know, the, it, I, I, I really feel that this, I'm saying, when you're, when you're in the horrors and when you're going through the muck, you have to make decisions. You know, because, I mean, you know, years ago you say, well, if you... If you if you pray so hard, if you close your eyes and clench your fist and work something up, and that only makes me break wind. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but you know it, it doesn't do nothing for me. You know, but uh, the fact of the matter is, it, it's it's not a feeling, it's not an emotion, it, it's a decision. You know, we sing about it. I I decided I decided to follow Jesus because he gave me he gave me that choice. And that, and that, you know, as they said to the lads, many occasions, they said, you know, it's easy being a Christian when everything's going wrong. 
right, try when it's gone wrong. And uh, I think this psalm is, is covering that. From the ends of the earth I cry to you. The ends of the earth. David, David didn't travel much. He only stayed in the promised land, really. But it, when you think of it, the ends of the earth he cried was from the pit of his stomach. You know, it's beyond his human understanding of what was going on, whatever it was, you know. Uh, and his feeling of separation from God. I think, I think that's the most horrible feeling when you just don't feel. You feel nothing, you know. It's just, because you know that you know, but you don't at the time, you know. I'm sorry for keep looking at you. I kind of look over there. <laughs> Lead me to the rock. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And I love that one. Because he, he wants to be led. He can't, he can't do it on his own strength. David was a king. So he had all these advisors around him and stuff like that. And all, probably all yes men, you know. And they had, oh yeah, you're great, you know, I'm great. <laughs> you know, all of this stuff. But the, the fact of the matter is, he knew he had to go higher. He knew, he knew that when he went higher, he knew he went to the, the top. And it showed his vulnerability. That, you know, even though he was a powerful man and everything, you know, he knew that God was bigger than David, David needed three things. A rock to stand on. And uh, that was for stability. He knew where he got his stability from. And the only one that you really get stability from is our Lord. You know, you got great advisors and everything, but you know what, boom. Leading to the rock that's higher than I. You know, a place that is, is above, his, above himself, his wisdom, his own ability. You know, he needed to go, God, to lead him to a place where he couldn't get there by himself. I won't say hands up who's there. <laughs> But, uh, the, you know, the, he, he cried out to the King of Kings and that. And there wasn't a, I, I could imagine the prayer he was, he was, he was giving was real. Help! <laughs> it was the shortest prayer you could ever do. And, you know, sometimes we can get rid of the frills and just be honest and say, listen, I help, you know. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. He remember back when God helped him before. And this, this, this is the crux of the thing. And I love this line. It says, his present trust was based on the faithfulness of God. His present trust wasn't his feelings. It wasn't anything. It was pre- his present trust. Paul and Silas, I love, I love that. You know, there's, there's hundreds of, of examples of that, his present, present trust based on the, on the faithfulness of God. Paul and Silas is one of them that I love because they were thrown in a prison. And I often wondered, I said, they were in the worst prison you could go, you know, they were in an in inner prison, in a dungeon, in stocks and chains and everything. And there they were praising song, doing worship songs and praising the Lord and sharing the gospel with the other prisoners and all of that. How, how did you get there? I mean, you know, it's great to have a present. And they're all dancing there. But how do you actually grasp that? How do you actually grasp what they were actually feeling? I mean, they probably knew they were going to be killed. The group was probably horrific. 
everything was horrible around them, but they could do that. And the only thing I, I, I heard years ago was that the change, the, they used what was around them, the, the very change that was, that was holding them down. They said they couldn't even use the lens to say, well, God bless me there, God bless me there. I remember that one, you know. And the thing is that they didn't, they didn't get caught up in the circumstances they were in. They, went, they got, you know, under the circumstances where, no, they got over the circumstances and, and looked. And, and it is, it's the only way that I, I could see them being able to praise God like this. It's a great scripture, you know, uh, praise the Lord in every circumstances. And we used to be told that years ago when we became a Christian. And, uh, but nobody ever told me how to praise, <laughs> praise the Lord in every time. You know, to just get over that into the next, the, the next relationship with, your Lord, with the Lord or whatever. And the thing was, somebody told me that it's a decision you make. It's a decision that you make every day. You know, and it is every day. Uh, I long to dwell in your tent forever, and the, and take refuge in the shelter of your your wings. And you know, the the old one there is you know the chick, the hen and her chicks will, will gather them, and it's a safety place. And this is what he was looking for. He was looking for a, a safe place in the midst of all of this uh, storm he was going through. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, you know, security. Basically, you're looking for security. And the, and the, the definition of security is fixed or fastened are not to be lost. And that's what, you know, let's go to the Father and not be lost. Because he will he, he'll keep us secure and safe in that. And that's, that's what he was crying out to the Lord, I, I reckon, on this, that, that sentence. Anyway, for, your God have heard, your, for you, God, have heard my vow. And, that, and you have given me the, the heritage of those who fear you. You know, he, he's remembered. Uh, uh, his vow means a solemn promise. He, he made a solemn promise to God. And, he, and God gave him the strength to carry that through. You know, and uh, made him king, king over Israel. You know, God remembered David's vows. And he, remembered, he also remembers yours. He remembers the day you gave your life to the Lord. My, our lives to the Lord and uh, he's going he's gonna to give you the grace to go through you know, the, you know when, when, when you sort of put it together it, it's, it's great because you can see your, your, your own relationship in, in this um, you know, whether it's ups or downs or in that you made a vow that I'm going to follow Jesus you made a decision I'm going to follow Jesus yes I am asking him into my life and from now on no matter what ups or downs or ins and outs, not by feeling, but by me. But I know he touched me life. I know he, he made that miracle happen in my life. And it's a relationship that's built on that. David remembers that God gave him kingship over Israel and blessed him. And it says in 6, Increase the days of the king's life, his years for many generations. May he be enthroned in God's presence forever. Amen. Goes on to appoint your love and faithfulness to protect him. You know, David was, 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 you could see, you know, I mean, what happened from the first one? He said, 
to hear my cry. And now, now he, he said, increase me life and, you know, make it longer. This is good now. <laughs> you know, you, you could see the breakthrough he's at the, at the having in his life, you know, because he cried. He cried from the depth of his, of his stomach out to him. And, you know, you can, you can feel the power even in that. Maybe um, in, in verse 7 it said, May he be enthroned in God's presence forever. Appoint your love and faithfulness to protect him. You know, he, is, he just knows. He's asked him to, to look after I know you're going to look after me no matter what. And he's, that David could only say this that of himself in a very limited way, but he could say it without limitations about the Messiah. The coming, that you know, the Messiah is is is, is to come from his lineage, you know, and uh, he knew this, you know, that this is he's the line of Judah. You know, it's amazing to think that down the road, no, there's going to be a Messiah, you know. I will praise to you to your name forever, that I may uh, daily perform your vows, and that's your daily walk. That's what I would say. Like, you know, we've, we're following Jesus and we give every day over to him and uh, he's going to give us the grace to get through stuff like that. And uh, David said this with, with, with his confidence and joy. <laughs> Far cry from the first verse, but there you go. Great. Even though he was overwhelmed, he could even sing praise to his name. How do we do that? How do we, uh, we apply this? in our daily walk. And last week, uh, Heather and I, we do, we done communion and uh, I quoted from Reinhard Bonnke about, about the... I better come up now, please. Thank you. But, uh, about the blood of Jesus not covered up. Well, how the blood covers us and that. But uh, I also, I think... This applies to, to, to the word of God that we read every day. And, that, and it says, uh, for, if Noah was here, he could, do, he could put the German accent on of Reinhard Bonk. I can't do that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand you. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm not going to do a German accent. No. But, but uh, it's, it's, you know, he, he talks about a bar of soap. He said, if you're dirty and you have soap, you won't be clean until you reach out and apply the soap and wash your hands. wash your hands. (laughs) I can see him, but I still can't put on his hands. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's no no use. Soap could dare whatever, unless you apply it. And and again, it's not enough to, to talk about it. It's not enough to sing about it. It's not enough to preach about it. But it's how to apply it. And uh, I really believe that uh, you start by saying, lead me to the rock that's higher than me, than I. He is in the boat with you, no matter what we're going through or whatever. He's in the boat. And uh, I just love David the way he, 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 you know, in such a short psalm, can go in eight verses, can go from the depths of, of, of despair into the praising God. I mean, and the beauty of all of this is, is that uh, 
we're here today in Bray and uh, it's the very same God you know and uh, I, 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 I love I love the practicality of how, how David explains it I can understand I can grasp it you know it's not it's not you know he's, he's, he's speaking the language he's speaking our language that we can it, it's you don't need a PhD for all of this stuff. You just need to apply it in everyday life. So praise God. If, if that's touched you in any way, brilliant. Because I really believe that it was a word in season for someone.